What happens when a person's worldview is taken to its logical conclusion, and then they sit there debating with people only to have the end result be exactly what everyone warned them about? Well, that's precisely what streamer Destiny has come to learn when his open relationship with his wife has ended with her leaving him for a man in Sweden. As we look at some clips of him and other men who have touted open relationships only to have the reality of this situation bear the wicked fruit that was expected. And a college professor bragged about ending the life of her own child as others have continued to shout their abortions. Stay with us as we look at these and other stories on the 511 News. Welcome back to the 511 News. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we're going to be looking at a number of stories, specifically when it comes to the biblical sexual ethic versus the things that are offered by this world and ultimately by fleshly desires that consume so many. Before we get into that, we want to ask you guys to make sure you click like and subscribe if you feel so led to the Good Fight Ministries YouTube channel. We just hit 200,000 subscribers. It's pretty exciting. Praise God for that. And also, if you're listening via podcast, make sure to leave a five-star review if you feel so led. But let's get right into this. Guys, this is something that is very sad. It is sad to watch, and I hate, I I really do, I hate the I told you so's. And for anyone who's ever done ministry for any amount of time, or just for anyone who's loved someone else and warned them about something that is going to happen, you see the avalanche coming and they just will not move. It, It is not actually fun to say, I told you so. It's usually a prideful thing that gets people excited about that. But it's a sad reality of the fruit that comes from a worldview obscured from the one true God. Having its basis found in the nature of God, having its basis found through revealed scripture, through the word of God. And it is heartbreaking to watch the, I think a lot of people will have these podcasts and you see these people exchanging ideas. And it can be really exciting. Oh, that's a good point. And you can use this tactic for debate and so forth. But it is much more sad when we realize that at the end of this debate, there are souls there made in the image of God who are really affected because the things that you believe and actually practice, those things have real life ramifications. And when it comes to Destiny, and a lot of people may not know Destiny, he has a huge YouTube channel. He is a big streamer. He's one of the original streamers online. He kind of started out with video games, but most people don't even know him for that uh, because a lot of what got him big was debating people, mostly from a liberal point of view on different things. And he would go and debate guys like Nick Fuentes or other kind of crazier far-right um, people And he would debate different and use tactics to debate his liberal viewpoints on certain things. And, you know, the first time I had ever seen him was when Ruslan, who we've had our own disagreements with him. In fact, I've even commented back and forth on some of our own channel when we come against Rick Warren here on this channel before. But, um, you know, he actually did a pretty good job sitting down with Adam 22, who we're going to talk about a little later in this episode as well as Destiny, uh, actually debating back and forth with them about the existence of God and a biblical biblical sexual ethic and so forth. And actually, to be honest with you, I thought he did a pretty good job overall. 
what would be your best argument for Destiny about wh- how he should confront his atheism and switch it up? <laughs> I hold to uh, pointing people to the resurrection. I think the resurrection is the best argument uh, for uh, the Christian faith. I think the resurrection is a historical event that split history in two. I think the secular historians would agree on a couple of points, that Jesus was crucified under Pilate, that the tomb was empty, that the women found the tomb empty, that they told the disciples they were convinced. So I think uh, I think the resurrection, the historical event of the resurrection, uh, to me, I look at that through the lens, and I say, if the resurrection happened, then what Jesus said is reliable and true. And then I say, okay, let's look, look at church history. Some people may die for something they don't know is a lie. It's very crazy to like know this guy, quote unquote, faked it and be willing to die for a lie. I think that's a very uh, dumb reason for anybody to know Jesus wasn't really who he said he was, but I'm going to allow myself to be martyred. It doesn't make any sense. Bart Ehrman, most New Testament scholars agree on those facets. The tomb was empty. The disciples were convinced that he rose to the point where they were all willing to be martyred. And then it sparked this international multi-ethnic movement that is still around today across more continents than any other religion, the biggest religion. And, uh, and, and, People can testify to you know miracles and all kinds of stuff. And my life, to me, is really a miracle, um, not in a raw sense. But I would say the resurrection of Jesus, I think, is, is, in my opinion, the most strong argument. So that was the first time I had ever seen Destiny. In fact, I didn't even know that was his name. I was just watching more or less to hear the argumentation and uh, see if he did a good job expressing this. Because No Jumper is the podcast that Adam 22 has, and it is a very big big podcast. Uh, A lot of people would think basketball, but it's more for the rap game. Uh, It is a huge podcast. And Adam 22 himself has engaged in pornography. His wife is engaged in pornography. And one thing that happened recently was he allowed for his wife to film a pornography scene with a man. Now, she had already done stuff with women, cheating on him. That's what that is. I don't care what anyone calls it. Uh, Committing infidelity, uh, the Bible calls it adultery, um, and also it is against one's nature, according to Romans chapter one. And so he had already allowed this to kind of take place. But then when she slept with a man on film and made money off of that, he bought her a brand new car and bragged about it. And a lot of people have, I, I guess, run him over the coals. Even people without a a biblical sexual ethic say, what on earth? Like, how do you get to this place in your life that you allow for this sort of thing to be going on? And literally your wife is getting paid to sleep with people that aren't her husband. And well, he doubled down on that and recently even did a game show in which men competed to sleep with his wife. I mean... Just the lowest form of life, uh, I, I guess I could say that. And a lot of people realize this has been going on a lot of times, but for a long time, but this is something that has always been done because it should be shameful. It should be shameful that somebody would allow someone to have his wife and for a wife to allow a man to sleep around as well. This goes right against God's design. That's why all of this is shameful. It goes against what God has designed that a man shall leave his mother and father and be cleaved together. This is from the creative order, from Adam. This is in Genesis. This is what Jesus quoted, a, the perfect biblical sexual ethic. And you can look at what takes place. The Old Testament is rife over and over again when what takes place goes against what the Word of God has already stated, goes against 
the very design that God has created for one man and one woman. It just brings about death, disorder, and destruction. And sadly, Adam 22 and his wife doing pornography together and then with other people as well is disgusting enough. But then you can see it for the ones that maybe aren't filming it. Uh, when it comes to back to who we were talking about originally, Destiny here, Destiny was on a podcast show called Whatever, where he was actually sitting there arguing for an open relationship and he actually gets taken to task. Because in life, sometimes variety is fun. Sometimes I want to be with a girl that's Hispanic or Asian. Sometimes I want to be with somebody that is marriage and something is that's not slightly a friendship. Uh, I didn't say marriage was a friendship, friendship, but marriage to me isn't just about my going in her. There's a lot of aspects to my marriage that I share with my wife that's really unique to my wife that I don't share with other people. My yeah. is just not one of those things. Is it right? going? I mean, this, that's is why it, some people say that emotional cheating is also a thing in, in marriage. Sure, that's great. But Do I'm just guys, saying that like there, there are, I think that there are some things. There's a level of closeness is only appropriate between spouses. In your opinion, which is fine. Um, but there are some things that are fun to explore sexually with other people that not everybody might like. There might be some people that are into certain things that like I'm not into that she gets another guy. There might be some girls that are into certain things that they're into that she's not into. Like so, being able to explore sexually with other people is just a fun thing. If if you're both okay with it, then yeah. Okay, so this this value of fun, it's a very interesting one that's been brought up, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of, it's kind of like a, a chief value here in the discussion. Sure. And the question it begs in my mind is. God forbid this happens. Will it be fun if this open relationship ends up causing things to fall apart down the line? If one of you guys finds yourself in a uh, an entanglement, so to speak, with no, some, that, with yeah. hold on, with somebody who you might find a deeper connection with than the other person, like if that causes the relationship to to fall apart, that probably wouldn't be very fun. No, it would be horrible and yeah. it would be sad. But monogamous relationships have the same issue, the same right? Issue. How many times do you have like a man that falls in love with a coworker or a woman that falls in love with a friend that she spends too much time with? Like monogamous people have to put up a lot of boundaries in their relationships they too do. because they, they worry about the same types of things, you know? And so they, I mean, and like, this, I, is, I think, this is part of the reason yeah. why, like, like that is so. I, I, I was conceived by a man who had an extra. I would hope so. Oh, oh extramarital okay. affair. <laughs> okay. He had an extramarital affair with my mother, mm -hmm. and he was extremely in love with her, mm -hmm. and he felt a deeper connection, from what I understand, with my mother than he did with his wife. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is why, like, we're trad Christians preaching the Christian gospel and the Christian way of life, because it's like, yes, people will, like, in marriage, people will likely find somebody else at some point in time during the marriage that they feel a stronger connection with, mm -hmm. but through embodying virtue, like, you can you can shut down. Uh, that impulse you can resist that temptation and stuff and it's like I, I don't know I personally think that that's a better approach than entertaining it because what if someday one of you guys runs into somebody that you have a better emotional connection with like what would you do then notice there's some great points being made now he's trying to say well this happens in monogamous relationships too uh, uh yes yes people commit infidelity people commit adultery people do things wrong they aren't accepting and embracing it as if this is just part of the relationship. This is just normative here. No, they're saying that this is the sin that ruins the marriage. And I believe all of this, the reason why it's so painful, and I want you to see this clip before I mention this. Look at this clip. This is a clip that people found of him streaming with his wife dancing with a man in the background. And they say, if you look at his eyes, you can almost see him like losing the will to live almost. How sad it is to watch this guy's eyes as another man is dancing with his bride that he brags about having an open relationship with. It's melt time. Oh, she got the yeah. four. Okay, right. so we're just doing salsa, we're just going. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
one. Now, why does his philosophy and worldview not match with what his heart is actually feeling? Because he's made in the image of God and God has designed it this way. And that is because the marriage bed, not only the marriage bed, but marriage as a whole is meant to be a picture between our relationship and God. That we are under the new covenant, that God has made a covenant with us, and that we are supposed to have one and one alone, us and God. That is it. We aren't supposed to have other gods and flirt after other deities. We are supposed to go with God and God alone. And even though he can go and debate that this is what he wants because it's just like having a lot of friends, you can see what takes place when somebody is actually swooning after his own bride. As God says, he is a jealous God. And I love that about him. In fact, if you are a husband or if you are a wife and your spouse wanted to step out of the bounds of marriage, if you don't get a righteous jealousy, you probably do not actually love them or really care about them whatsoever. This is something that is innate within us that God has put in us, and it is because he has that jealousy for us. That is who we are. He is. We have been betrothed to one Christ. He is jealous for his bride, and we are his bride. And I believe that even adultery and the pain that happens is because we are made in the image of God and God has designed it in such a way that we would know full well that something is off, something is not right. And that is why destiny looks that way and then eventually has had the fruit of his disgusting uh, philosophy and worldview. And guess what? He's had it come and now bear the fruit of it because that's exactly what takes place. This open relationship has opened her up to a relationship with someone else when then those feelings of just wanting to feel good, uh, feel good somewhere else. Sadly enough, though, when it comes to sexual sin, whether it's fornication, adultery, or otherwise, uh, a lot of times what happens is sin is always pregnant with the next sin. So when someone is sinning in isolation, it's never in isolation when you sin, it's always pregnant with the next sin. It's why liars can get caught in all those different webs, right? It's the same way when it comes to adultery and fidelity. You can just look at King David, what happened when he went with Uriah the Hittite's wife. That turned into a murder. That's exactly what happens. And I was watching this clip of this college professor who ends up getting arrested at the end of this clip, but she goes to uh, brag about her abortion, actually, to the preacher who's sharing the gospel. How you doing, young lady? And I, I can tell you something else. Yeah. I can tell you something else. I had an abortion two years ago, and I don't regret it at all. They yanked the fetus out of my uterus. They yanked the fetus out of my uterus, and I'm so happy. Okay. I'm so grateful. Okay. And I'm a professor at this university. Okay. And I make more money than you. Okay. And what else? What's your name? That's none of your business. I, I mean, we're being cordial here. You, you hear? Yeah, got my mic. Are. We're being cordial, right? Yeah, we're being cordial. We're being cordial. So, my, my name is Ricky Castor. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I mean, nice to meet you. Is that you? Just came up here to tell us your business without giving us your name? Yeah, that's what I did. Okay. All right. Well, we're, we'll pray for you. Okay. We'll pray the Lord save you. Thank you. Okay. No problem. Um, whatever, I wish I knew your name so we can know where to pray. Uh, well, either either way, either way, mm -hmm. your soul. 
Either way, you're so. What makes me that? You kind of ruined everybody's lunch. You're like, oh, oh sorry. you took the cord out? Yeah, I took the cord out. Yeah, because okay. you won't give me my bike, mic back. Please, okay. please give me my mic back, please. Please, young lady. Thank you. Notice the venom that she has, the anger that she has. She's trying to tell you, and I believe when she's expressing that, she's trying to convince herself of the wicked thing that she had done because it is very different to simply express and say, I believe in this and I want to shout the abortion. It is another thing to have to deal with the ramification of going through with that. And I do pray for any woman that has made that decision. Oh Lord, please be with their hearts and turn away and know that you can found, find forgiveness in Jesus Christ. That is where it is found. It's in Jesus Christ. It's not to be more obstinate, more angry, and brag about how I make more money than the street preacher, like he cared whatsoever. It's a sad thing. But this is why the culture has to continue to tell you to shout it. This is why when Michelle Williams won her nice little trophy, guess what? She had to brag about the fact that she had to end the life of her child in order to get that award. When you put this in someone's hands, you're acknowledging the choices that they make as an actor. You're also acknowledging the choices they make as a person. Things can happen to our bodies that are not our choice. I've tried my very best to live a life of my own making, not just a series of events that happened to me, but one that I had carved with my own hand. And I wouldn't have been able to do this without employing a woman's right to choose to choose when to have my children and with whom. Thank God that we live in a country founded on the principle that I am free to live by my faith and you are free to live by yours. And if you don't see that as venomous and maybe you think that's her showing joy of some, in some capacity, look at Busy Phillips, at the venom she sprays out at the anger she sprays out as she talks about the fact that she can shout this murderous thing that she did so that she could go work and send her husband home. Here I was, sitting in Los Angeles in my beautiful office of my own late night talk show. Soon I would be driving my hybrid car to my beautiful home to kiss my two beautiful and healthy children and my husband who had taken the year off to parent so I could focus on my career. And I have all of this, all of it, because, because, because I was allowed bodily autonomy at 15. I will not be shamed into being quiet. We will not be shamed into being quiet never again. I will never stop talking about my abortion or my periods or my experiences in childbirth, my episiotomies, my yeast infections, or my ovulation that lines up with the moon. Sadly enough, all of this, all of the shouting, all of the anger, all of the bragging, um, whether it's infidelity, whether it's abortion, whatever it is, all of those things, these are the things that put Jesus on the cross. This is why I, I want to encourage those who share their testimony. 
Um, do not brag about the things that nailed Jesus to the cross. I want to encourage anyone uh, who may want to engage in sin, instead of engaging in that sin and falling headlong into it and giving uh, the devil a space, especially if you're a believer, giving him some foothold or some space, but instead of going headlong into it, let's look at the person of Jesus Christ hung upon the cross, dying for our sins, so that when we look at him there, that's what you see as sin. That's what you recognize had to take place in order for you to be saved. If you know and have put your trust in Jesus, and now you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for your sins, and that he rose again on the third day, and you cry out to him, then all who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Start your new years right. If you're not saved yet, turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. Find yourself fellowship with people. Go to church, find people that love Jesus, a pastor who faithfully preaches the word of God, be a part of the body of Christ, and now begin serving him. If you don't know Jesus Christ, I want to tell you right now, this is the time to turn to him. Don't wait. You don't know if you have another breath left. God holds your breath in his hand. Don't follow the ways of the world. The fruit will always come out of it. Follow the ways of Jesus Christ Look to him, put your full trust in him, and know him this upcoming year, and then start bearing fruit for the kingdom of God. This has been Chad Davidson, and this is the 511 News. The 511 News with Chad Davidson has been brought to you by Good Fight Ministries, bringing you news and commentary from a Christian perspective. This show can be heard every Friday wherever podcast shows are available, or visit 511news.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to being with you next week on the 511 News.